Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time <laughs> for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, so you know me, I don't know if I want to come out of the box hot today or want to come out of the box cold today or lukewarm. Well, I can't even spell lukewarm, so I, uh, not, not very many things that I'm, I'm lukewarm about. Uh, but here's what the Holy Spirit uh, said to me this morning, and it's, it's becoming more and more obvious all the time. Uh, we are a captured nation. The United States is a captured nation, and we are a captured nation to the two-party system, or a captured nation. Now, praise the Lord, Glenn Juan. Glenn, here in Columbus, Ohio, moves in from Texas and has taken over. Glenn won his election. He did get a spot on the on the uh, state, I think it's state central committee, or is it Franklin, whatever. It's, it's the uh, Franklin County Central Franklin Committee. Franklin County Central Committee. Glenn's a new sheriff in town, moves into town, and got elected. It was a close one. It was a nail biter, 51-49. But Glenn, you did it, man. You did it. And, and uh, it, it's, ama- it's amazing. So, yeah, Coach, uh, it, it was it, – actually, it was we did it. Um, I, I could yeah. have done it without really uh, Joe Healy's guidance and, and uh, yep. uh, Tammy uh, Hino's uh, design, you know, campaign piece that she, she put together and, and Mike Blake's help and, and, my, and my wife's help. Uh, it, yep. it was a team effort, Coach. But you won, didn't you, dude? Yes, huh? sir. Yes, sir. We did. <laughs> you you won. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for that. I didn't. I've been trying to find out how Ke- how Kevin Van's story did. I looked everywhere this morning. Couldn't find the results. Kevin, now you out there? Did you win? Did you lose? Whatever, folks. Listen, the the, the battle is in running. That's the glory, and then running and putting yourself out there and taking the taking the risks and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if Kevin won or not. I don't. I don't care. Janet Porter didn't win, of course. She didn't win. She got finished like third or something like that. You look at the – those of you who aren't in Ohio, look at the governor race. It was going to be – I'm telling you, I didn't want to – the power of life and death is in the tongue, so you have to be careful of what you, what you say. But I, I knew in my heart DeWine was going to win. I said it yesterday. They're going to, all those other people that ran, they're going to divide the vote. They're going to spread it out. And uh, Michael DeWine, as a Republican – of the people do not want the incumbent governor in his own party. But see, it's a captured organization. It's a captured operation, right? So the the Republican Party endorses Mike DeWine, and there you go. There you go. And so we got all these great candidates who who ran, who boldly jumped in and ran. We got Ron Hood running in there. We got Renacy. We had... Bob Blystone, I had people criticize me because I didn't come out and endorse Joe Blystone. He got 12 freaking percent or something like that because it's a captured, folks, it's a captured organization. Both political parties have been captured. And what they want to do is make sure that nobody with any gumption at all breaks through into that cabal. That's what it's all. If you don't get it, I, I, I don't know. So as I said the other day, we have to begin now planning for the next election. We have to begin now. Right now, we have to begin getting our candidates, raising up our candidates. We can't wait to see who throws their hat in the ring and then decide to support them. Here in Ohio, J.D. Vance was elected governor, or I'm sorry, the senatorial nomination went to J.D. Vance. Why did it go to J.D. Vance? Because he got the Trump endorsement. I, I get it, right? So now J.D. Vance is going to run against some liberal uh, Tim Tim uh, Ryan, some of you don't live in Ohio, you don't care. I'm trying to paint a picture here. J.D. Vance is going to win. He's going to win because, it, you know, everybody's, everybody hates the Republic, uh, hates the Democrats, so he's going to win. So J.D. Vance is going to be our next senator from Ohio. And anybody even know anything about him? 
Does it matter to anybody whether he's a Christian, whether he's a Bible-believing Christian? Does it matter to anybody else? And can I tell you the truth? We have Christian organizations that supported him. They supported him. Because, well, okay, so you're with me, right? It's a captured nation. Captured nation. I got some stuff to share this morning if the Lord lets me get around to it. Uh, there's evidence everywhere you look that Barack Obama is still president of the United States. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Barack Obama is still president of the United States. Bam. He is, and all that cabal behind him. He's still making the decisions. That's why they got that monkey in there calling Joe Biden president. Because Joe Biden, you know, he'll just do whatever they, whatever they tell him to do. And so he stands up there, and he reads the script, and he's the president of the United States. But that's a free, that homosexual free uh, freak, that Muslim freak. I said it, that Muslim freak. Barack Obama, who, by the way, became president of the United States out of nowhere, right? He was some state senator, then he became a U.S. senator, and then he was president of the United States. He was set up from the beginning to get in there. We are a captured nation. And I saw last night also that record lows, record lows in people turning out to vote. Why was record lows in people turning out to vote? Because they know it doesn't matter. And that's, that's a horrible place for us to get to, because once we get to that place where we believe it doesn't matter, then we are really, really captured. So we're really, at, we're really at the crossroads, friends. We're really at the crossroads. And this whole idea, this divide and conquer, you're either a Republican or a Democrat. That, that, <laughs> I saw some good people. Uh, I saw some good people put their hat in the ring. And I saw Mark, Mark Pukita say, who's he? Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? That's the problem. I don't even know who he is. Guy here in Ohio, just a businessman running for governor. Or, I'm sorry, running for uh, he's running for senator. He can't get any traction. Dem- Republican Party going to support him? Heck no, 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 no. No, Joe Blystone? Joe Blystone? Do you think the Republican Party supported Joe Blystone? Do you think they wanted him in there? No, I didn't want him in there, right? So where's all the money? Where's all that stuff coming from? Folks, we're a captured nation, and we better wake up, because if we do not wake up by the next election, uh, we may not have a representative government very, very much longer. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. That's that's where it is. And I'm almost to the point, as crazy as this sounds, maybe we need a good collapse. Maybe we need a good collapse so we can start over, so we can reclaim uh, reclaim this nation. Maybe we hey, can do that. Amen. Uh, instead of trying to prop up a Republican-owned mafia and a Democrat-owned mafia, acting like they're opponents when they're not, they're not really. They're not really opponents, right? And we're so screwed up. We're so screwed up that only, evidently, only five people in the Supreme Court recognize that a child is a human being and has the right to live. Only five. Only five people, right? And the one thing that the Supreme Court is supposed to be is non-political. What a joke that is, right? What a joke that is. And we appoint these bastards. Pardon me for life, right? Can you think of any other job that you get for life? If there's no consequences to the bad decisions that you make, that's, what, that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with. By the way, once you get elected to public office, you're almost in there for life. Huh? Look at Mike DeWine. You guys don't, you're not from Ohio, you don't understand Michael DeWine. Michael DeWine was our attorney general here in the state of Ohio, and then he went to, became a senator, U.S. senator. And he went and became a U.S. senator for, I don't know how many, eight years or 12 years, whatever. And then he came back, and now he's our governor. These guys get in there, and their job is politics. The job is politics. So the idea of citizen government doesn't exist. It just doesn't even exist anymore. And you look at your local school board and people run for local school board and they think they're going to get in and they're going to make, think they're going to get a, make a difference. And then they get in and they realize that all the decisions come down from the federal government. It's all mandated down to the federal government, through the federal government and the school boards association and all those things that are going on behind the scenes. And then we get upset when we think good people get elected to the school board and they act like idiots. Well, they act like idiots because it's a program. It's a captured system. It's a captured system. We better understand this. I can't think of any other business in the world or any other activity in the world where a mom and a dad would take their precious child and send them to somebody else all day long and let somebody else put their values in their child all day long. T 
teachers that you don't even you wouldn't even know them if they came walking down the sidewalk if they knocked on your door you wouldn't know some of the people who are teaching your children you have no idea what they believe you have no idea uh their background don't know anything about them yet you put them in that school bus from hell and send them off to school for 12 years to be trained by somebody else we're, we're, the, we're the dumbest yeah. folks we're the dumbest folks that ever walked ever ever walked any planet anywhere that we think that we're surprised when we send our children to Caesar and they come back to us little Romans. We're surprised by it. And then we're surprised to find out that here we are, that they're now trying to kill off folks like me and folks like you. They're trying to kill us off because why? They've conditioned the next ones. Did you notice, did anybody out there notice that all those people standing out at the, at the, the Supreme Court protesting, did anybody notice they're young? Anybody notice that? Did anybody notice that they were the fruit of the government schools? Anybody notice that but me? Huh? Just the young people who've been programmed and indoctrinated in public schools, and the churches won't even get engaged with it because you're not supposed to mix those two, religion and politics. And so what do we have at the, at the Supreme Court? We've got, we've got freaks. We've got freaks. And I made this point yesterday. I haven't forgotten you, Myra. I just got to get this out of me. So I made this point yesterday, and... Uh, I think I think it, it's it's a it's certainly a valid point. We don't even understand, folks, that our children are a product of the environment in which they are raised. The product of that environment. You, they're like their old man, right? They're like their mom. The the environment in which they are raised. And we look across the spectrum of what's going on in America, and we find out that very few people. I'm sorry. Very few public school uh, parents are winning the battle for their children when the children get into high school. And once they move beyond high school, into college in particular, the children do not hang on very long to the values they've been taught in their home. And we allow them to continue to teach to us evolution. I watched an unbelievable video by by Ray, uh, Ray Comfort yesterday, again, on evolution. The lie of evolution. See, everything... Everything the left does does not hold up to scrutiny. Why doesn't it hold up to scrutiny? Because they are of their father, the devil, and the works of their father they will do. And he was a liar from the beginning. So they tell us that a child is a blob of tissue and the young people believe it. And then the young people are out in front of the Supreme Court screaming and hollering because it's just a blob of tissue when we know it's not. And they tell us that children came, all of us came from monkeys when there's no evidence of that at all. And we allow that to be taught in our schools and the pastors don't even try to counter it at all because the pastors probably believe in the theory of evolution because why? They've been indoctrinated in those same schools and it goes on and on and on and on. So we're going to have to decide. It's almost past deciding time. What are we going to do about it? I said that yesterday in yesterday's show. What are we going to do about it? Because uh, here we are. Here we are. Midterms are, well, not the midterms. The primary's over. Here's our candidates. huh? Mike DeWine and and some lady, I don't even know her name. That's going to be the next governor. Uh, over 50% of, of, of Republicans didn't even, didn't even vote for the incumbent governor. Over 50% didn't. And we're going to sit back and he's going to be our governor. Huh? Say, oh, no, Coach Neil Peterson. Yeah, well, yeah, I hope Neil Peterson's on the ballot. I hope. Think he can get traction in this captured nation we're in? I, I don't know. I don't know. So I say this. Argue with me if you want. We are long past the time for... Uh, for mass civil disobedience, mass civil, just, I ain't doing it. I'm not going to do it. It's just not going to do it anymore. I'm not talking about marching to Washington, D.C. That does no good at all. No good at all. No good at all. So uh, uh, it's where we are. We're captured. We're captured nation. I got a lot more stuff I want to talk about. Let me get Myra in here. Let her pray us in. Come on, Myra. I will be on our two, Coach. Good morning. Um, Proverbs 8.36, but he that sinneth against me wronging his own soul all day. Say that again. Say that again. Sure. He that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. So, so, and we don't even teach people not to sin against him. I'm going to get into that later on. We don't even teach that anymore. We don't even. I Hang on. Hang on, Myra. Hang on, Myra. I, I, I saw something on the Facebook from somebody that you all would know. 
who told me that I have no business talking about abortion if I never had one. Now, that is one of the dumbest freaking things I've ever heard. You mean I can't talk about, I, I can't talk about taking heroin unless I've taken heroin? I can't talk about having anal sex with another man if I've never had anal sex with another man. What are you talking about? How can you be, how can you call yourself a Christian and say such stupid things? That is freaking stupid. But we we hear it over and over. Oh, if you haven't done it, you can't, you you can't tell. What? What? I, I have to have done it. I have to have, I have to have murdered my baby to understand. See, that's the problem. That's one of the problems that we have. We want to protect women who murdered their babies. They murdered their stinking baby, all right? And we want to make them the victim. They make them the victim. Somehow, they're the victim. It's murder. Now, there's forgiveness. That's what the gospel is all about. But when a woman turns to Christ after abortion, she turns to Christ after abortion because she is a murderer, friends. It wasn't just a choice. She just made a bad choice. Amen. She killed a baby. She killed her own baby. And we make the woman the victim. The woman's the victim. Somebody explain that to me. What about the ones? Oh, then they get in there and say, oh, well, what about rape? What about rape? What about rape? Murder, kill the dad. Don't kill the baby. Give the baby up for adoption. Why don't we take these billions of dollars going to Planned Parenthood, take the billions of dollars going to Planned Parenthood and pay for adoptions? Let's pay for adoptions, not abortions. There are people out there who want to have the baby. Folks, it's because why? All those who hate me love death. And I'm going to say this right now. If you haven't, listen, are you looking at me? If you've had an abortion, you murdered your baby. You're not a victim. You're not a victim. Repent. There's forgiveness under the banner of Christ. Repent. Amen. Fall on your face and repent. You're a murderer. Yes. Nobody will say that, though, right? You want to hurt anybody's feelings. So now the woman becomes a victim. She, woman, hey, do you guys know how many ways there are in the world today to not get pregnant? Do you have any idea? Do you think there's anybody walking the streets of America today that doesn't know how to not get pregnant? Does anybody think there's anybody? I can tell you how you don't get pregnant. Don't have sex. Simple. It's so simple. And so you go have sex in the backseat with some man and you get knocked up, pardon me, and then you're the victim? You're the victim? <laughs> How's that work? How does that work? Woman's right. Woman's right. Woman's right to what? Murder. And go out and hire Murder Inc. to do it with government authority and government tax dollars. Murder Incorporated. Why won't we call it what it is? Because can I tell you why? Some of you are mad right now. Because, Coach, I'm talking so harsh. Folks, if you had an abortion, men, if you paid for it, you're a freaking murderer. And we can argue whether it's first degree or second degree or vehicular homicide. Make, make up whatever you want to. In the eyes of Almighty God, you are a murderer. It wasn't Amen. a choice you made. You murdered your baby. Now, there's forgiveness. There's forgiveness at the cross. That's Amen, the gospel. Coach. Praise the Lord. But there ain't no forgiveness if you just said it was a bad choice. Until you look in that mirror and look into your own eyes and realize that you murdered your baby. You ain't no victim. You ain't no victim. And as long as we can't continue going around making the women victims, these poor women, and I hear it all, rape and incest, rape and... Well, first of all, what percentage of babies would that be, you suppose, rape and incest? Maybe like 1%, 1% if that rape, rape or incest, huh? Come on. Now, here's the good news. Here's, here's, here's the good news. Most of, most of, most of America is not pro-choice. Not, not, not uh, fervently pro-choice, meaning this. The average person 
that just picked up the paper and says, you got it, they're going to do away with abortion. Most people really don't care. It's not like, it's not like they're, oh, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go get somebody. They can't do it. There's some wild and crazy women, witches, uh, demonically possessed women who maybe act like that. But the average person says, ah, eh, they don't care. They don't care. Really, they don't care. And so the Luciferian left is trying to get us all jazzed up, thinking all the women, all the women are losing their rights. All the women makes me want to barf, right? Don't give in to it. Don't give in to it. This this nation, even with brain-dead Christians, is about 50-50 when it comes to pro-choice. About 50-50. But really, when it gets right down to it, the average woman wouldn't isn't for it. It's not really. Not really. If it was illegal to kill your baby... The average woman would be okay with that. Women, do you agree with me? Any women out there agree with me that the average woman yes. that you come in contact with would probably be okay if they outlawed it? They probably would be okay with it, right? And they, they wanted to make it look like it's an attack on all women, all women. No, 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 no. Because, see, again, it's the silent majority. They keep their damn mouth shut. And that's why they're able to pull this crap off and make it look like all women are now under attack. How about the how about the fifty percent of the little women in the womb? Who's fighting for them? Huh? Anybody fighting for those women? No, 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 no. Oh, they say, Coach, what about all the kids in foster care? Well, make adoption easier, will ya? Make adoption easier. Make it so somebody doesn't have to spend ten thousand dollars to adopt a baby. See, listen, the Luciferians Amen. they can solve this problem tomorrow if they wanted to. They don't want to do it, folks. They don't want to do it because they want to kill babies. They want to destroy women's lives. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? That way, and I was, hey, listen, I was never a woman. I was never a woman who aborted my baby, but I can tell you this. I bet you that never leaves the heart of a woman. I bet you struggle your whole life to get over that. And the idea that somehow abortion is good for women, that's another one of those damn lies. It's another one of them. And we let them get away with the lies. Blob of tissue, woman's right to choose, decision between her and her doctor. Wake the hell up. Can I, can I, drag, some, can I drag Betty Perkins in with, into Dr. Paul Goslin and say, you know what, uh, Doc, uh, take Betty out for me. Will you, will you take, take her out of here for me. Uh, I remember when she was younger, she started losing her mind. She didn't really ever want to live that way. Hey, Doc, can you give her a shot? Can you give her a pill? You guys would think I'm freaking crazy. But we got a, we got a woman with a born ba- a baby, a, ba- a baby who we now know doctors do surgery in the womb before they're born. And we have Supreme Court justices and elected officials to talk to, talk about what? The sacred right of a woman to her own body. Friends, I didn't, you can't shoot drugs in your own body. You're not allowed to do that. You have to pre, be a prescription. Get a prescription. The idea that you have a right to do what you want to with your own body, that's straight from hell. That's straight from hell. And number two, it isn't your body. It isn't your body. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. And, hey, see, if our pastors started talking about, like I just talked about, there'd be some women who would get delivered from their guilt that they're carrying with them. Amen. They'd get delivered from it, right? Now, hang on. There's, there's forgiveness. That's the gospel message. But I know this. If you really, really are redeemed, and you really, really are forgiven, you would give your life to make sure it never happens to somebody else. If you're really redeemed. Amen. But, but women won't do that. Why won't women do that? Because they're still carrying the guilt. They've never dealt with the guilt. I heard a girl yesterday, was doing, she was doing, I should have brought it, but she was talking about when she was in college, she was running for office. I can't remember who it was. When she was running for office, she, she talked about how many people she had sex with. She said, I was sleeping around every weekend. She said, I, could, I, I couldn't control my libido. I, I just want, I wanted to screw everything that I came in contact with. Huh? And now, now I've found Jesus, and I'm in a marriage with a loving husband. I'm loyal to my husband, to our children. Why can women say, why can't we say that? Why can't we say, you know? 
before Christ, BC, man, I was this freaking animal. I was just an animal giving into my lusts and my desires. I, I was just an animal. And then I found Jesus and I'm not an animal anymore. What's, why is that so hard? Why, why are you surprised? Why are any of us surprised to come into somebody and find out they had an abortion? Why would that surprise us? Why would that surprise us? But see, it's a surprise. We don't want to talk about it because the woman who had it is still guilty. She still feels guilty about it. She hasn't received the forgiveness. If she's received the forgiveness of Jesus, she would stand up and say, I did that. I'm forgiven. Please join me. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony. Overcame. You did it. You were forgiven of it. Uh, you overcame by the blood of the lamb. He forgave you for it. The word of your testimony. You got to tell somebody. This happened to me. And you love not your own life even unto death. So I had an abortion. I'm going to tell you about it because uh, I don't care what others think of me. I want others to get delivered. Blood of the lamb, word of your testimony, love not your own life. And if you love your life so much that you're worried about how, who's going to be impacted or what they're going to think because you had an abortion and you haven't forgiven yourself, then you don't understand the gospel. If you don't understand. See, people don't have any problems saying, boy, I was a drunk. Man, I was a drunk. Boy, I was a drug addict. Man, I was getting high every day. They don't have any trouble telling somebody that testimony. Why do they have t- trouble telling the testimony, yeah, I killed my baby? Why do we have trouble telling that testimony? Because deeply inside of us, inherently, we know how wicked that is. And you can't forgive yourself, so you can't understand how the Lord can forgive you. And the greatest thing that you can ever do is get out in front. Right now, in particular, women, stand up and say, I did it. I'm sorry I did it. I'm delivered from it. No more. That, 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 that will end abortion. That will end abortion. Okay. Folks, you're a murderer. You're a murderer. You're a stinking murderer. You killed the most helpless creature on the earth, an unborn human being. Own it! And then receive forgiveness. And, Coach, even worse, the men sit there in shame. Oh, come on, brother. Come on, man. Yeah. What kind of man doesn't stand up and protect his unborn baby? And then, how about this one? Isn't that the lie that you hear when you go to the Planned Parenthood? Uh, it's a woman's choice. And it's my body. It's my choice. And the men stand by. I've had that conversation a hundred times. Mike Blake's had it a thousand times. You go to the abortion clinic, and there stands that, that weak, sissified little man with his ear ring in, his nose ring in. And, and well, that's not your nose. His nose ring in. He says, hey, uh, you know, dude, uh, 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 I really, I'm, I'm not for killing my baby, but it's, it's her choice. What a freaking, I bet that guy doesn't let, let that woman choose what truck he drives. Huh? I bet she doesn't pick what clothes he wears. I bet she doesn't pick what, what music he listens to and what bar he goes to, but, oh, killing my baby. Oh, well, I, you know, I got to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cowardly men, cowardly men. Own it, dude. Own it. Own it. Own it. See, church doesn't make people own anything anymore. Huh? No, church doesn't have to own anything. You go to church today, you don't have to own anything. You don't understand that, the, that you killed a baby. Killed a baby. Baby. Hey, Spencer, I don't know if you can do this real quick. See if you can find one of my, uh, it wouldn't be on my newsletter. The, the, how, many, how many people wouldn't be here today if I had been aborted? How many wouldn't be here today? Uh, Zach, Abby, Maggie, uh, Declan, uh, Macy, Mia, uh, Reese, David, Annie, Cora, Scarlet, and more coming. They wouldn't be here if I'd been aborted. Wonder why Social Security's in Stay with me. You wonder why Social Security's in trouble? We killed off all the little taxpayers. You want to know why people are dying in hospitals with COVID? Because they're old and the government doesn't want to pay them Social Security, so they're killing them off. Hey, good for the goose, good for the gander, right? Huh? You, you didn't care about those little babies when you're out... Uh, passing your sperm around everybody. But now that you're 67 years old laying in the hospital, you want everybody to care about you, right? Well, they don't care about you. The government doesn't care about you. You're, you're a useless eater, friends. You're a useless eater. And we're, we are right now being judged, all of us, we're being judged because of our callousness of not defending the least amongst us, the least of our brethren. And to think that we are, you're a victim. What? You got drunk. And you were sleeping around with some guy, 
and you got pregnant and somehow you're a victim? Are you, are you full of it? You're a victim? Dude, you got drunk and you went to some bar and you picked up some girl and you took her home and you had your way with her and didn't find out she's pregnant? And you gave her $400, whatever it was, to get rid of the problem? Dude, you understand how, you understand what a reprobate you are? You understand what a reprobate that is? Do you understand in the eyes of God the rage he must feel yet? He's willing to forgive you. Amen. But you won't even call yourself what you are. (laughs) You're a victim. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was scared. I was worried. All all them valid excuses. All them valid excuses. But when you stand up today, look in the mirror and say, there's a murder. Right there stands a murder. Right there is Jack the Ripper. Ain't no difference by premeditated murder. I picked up the phone. I called the doctor. They made an appointment. I got up in the morning. I took a shower. I put my hair in. I drove in there. I walked in there. Premeditated murder. Jack the freaking ripper. Woman's a victim. Give me a break. Give me a break. Sissified men. Letting their women run them, huh? Yeah, amen, amen, amen. Betty was somewhere in a prayer when I started that. Not Betty. Uh, what's her name? Myra. I know who you are, Myra. I know who you are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite all right, Coach. Thank you so much. You are inspired by the Holy Spirit. So I shall continue. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to Coach Dave Hardo and open our hearts to you. Jeremiah 17, 9-10. The heart is deceitful about all things and desperately wicked. Who can, Who can know do it? If, I, if the Lord searched the heart, I tried the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Psalm 51, 10, 19. Create me a clean heart of God and renew a right spirit within me. Proverbs 9, 10. Create uh, in me a heart of God and renew the the right spirit within me. Um, Mark 6.20 or Herald, let me see, hold on. Ephesians, I'm sorry, Ephesians 11.13 and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them. Proverbs 21.3 to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. I've heard enough. That's thanks, Myra. Thanks, Myra. You're welcome. Huh? All this, all this Jesus loves you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forgiven you, victim, you poor little thing. Hey, it's called freaking life, okay? It's called freaking life. You're you're walking through, you're walking through bristles and brush everywhere you go. And we're supposed to, with those of us who carry the name of Christ, we're supposed to be clearing it out so people can see and people can understand. Instead, we just ignore it. We just ignore the sticker, the brussels, and the thorns. We just ignore it. Act like they're not there. Amen, Coach. Amen. And we're shocked when our kids fall into that freaking trap, and your 17-year-old daughter comes to you and tells you she's pregnant, and then you think what? (laughs) What are we going to do? What are we going to do, Harold? What are you going to do? What the hell do you mean, what are you going to do? You got a wicked heart, don't you? You're thinking about killing that baby, aren't you? Yeah, see, that's where that's where that's where the pro life movement is. See, that's where women are. That's where Christian women are. Oh, they're not really pro abortion until it's their daughter, and she just made a mistake, and they don't want to mess up her life, so they'll kill their grandbaby. Tell me how wicked is that? Can somebody tell me how wicked is that? Huh? It's I'm I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. And we want and we want to pass by and we want to call ourselves Christians and we want to say we live in a Christian nation and we allow this to go on around us. The lies, my body, my choice. It's a blob of tissue. Oh, oh, oh I can't go to college. Poor woman. Uh, rape, rape. You know what? I hey, listen. I'm gonna say this one too. I wonder how many women really get raped. I mean, really, really get raped. Or they've been, hey, I don't care, get mad. They've been they've been flirting with a guy, enticing the guy. Then they get a few beers in them. Huh? Then the next thing you know, they get something done to them, and then they scream rape. Huh? 
Hey, look, I was born at night, but wasn't last night. Uh, I was born at night, but wasn't last night. The women fall back, a oh, poor victim, poor woman. Let me ask you something. Sorry, getting harsher. Hey, ladies, you know, keep your knees together. You know how to do that? Huh? I've often said to somebody, how could you, how do you rape somebody? What would it be like to try to pull some women's legs apart? Now, I know it can happen. I'm going to know some of you are out there saying, coach, it happened to me. I know it can happen. But you mean to tell me there aren't women out there who got drunk and got overcome by a man and then want to claim they were raped? Give me a freaking break. Come on in. How about women? How about women enticing it out there like sugar? How about them teasing the man, teasing the man, letting him go so far, huh? Huh? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. It takes two to tango. It takes two to tango. Come on in, Emma. Well, um, I have to say that my body, my choice is so much a big lie because the baby's heartbeat is not the same as hers. The blood type sometimes is different, and and uh, their fingerprints are never like their mother's. So that's a huge lie right there. But I just wanted to also add, it took me 43 years to forgive myself. But after forgiving myself, and then last May, my brother Dale on this call said, well, Emma, you haven't asked the babies for their forgiveness. So I did. And that day I was free. free Amen. Free. So I, I just love everybody in this call. And thank you for letting me. Amen. Amen, Emma. Hey, listen, Stephanie. Bingo, Stephanie. You know what Stephanie said? Real rape. Real rape is those little kids being molested in the bedroom at night by their uncle. That's rape, boys and girls. That's rape. And we don't seem to care much about that, right? We don't, we don't care about the pedophilia. That's, hey, hey, more of that going on than actually grown women drinking beer and they getting calling it rape. Yeah, quit making women victims. I thought women were equal here. I thought women, men and women were equal. Huh? Oh, yeah, but he was so strong and he forced himself. On. Oh, God. Give me a break. He wouldn't have forced himself on you if he hadn't been drunk. Got yourself in a situation you shouldn't have been been in and want to blame him for doing what he wanted to do when he got drunk. Oh, I know some of them making mad. I, I listen, truth detector. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm not I'm not justifying uh, true violent rape. I believe it occurs. I believe it occurs. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I ain't buying into that other line. Come on in, Reggie. Thank you, Coach. Um, I read those comments, and I discerned immediately the spirit of unforgiveness. Oh, buddy, did I ever, too. Oh, yeah, I totally saw it. I saw it in the spirit, and I I replied back. But anyhow, going back, I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer, but true forgiveness and comes with healing. And Amen. that person has not repented because no healing has come, because healing always comes with deliverance. And Amen. There is true re- re- rejuvenation of your spirit, and you walk in a love that cannot be defined even Amen. after you're murdered. So Amen. that is just bitterness, and that poor woman is enslaved, and she's reaching out saying she has a ministry. What is yeah. she doing with these other Amen. women? I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's uh, it's still all about her, isn't it? Right? Hey, listen. Yeah, and then the last hmm. comment was about what you made. Um, the the there was another comment that was replied to you about if the man keep their pants zipped up and i kindly stated it takes two it takes two and a lot of these women are we do not have the nature that man is endowed with for reproduction so it is unnatural for a woman to be um sleeping around it really is so i'm sorry there's a lot going on here people are not discerning of these comments we don't we don't don't call them sluts anymore you're not allowed to say that are you not allowed to call them sluts anymore people say men, men are sluts too oh yeah men are sluts yeah, they are. They are. Men are sluts and women are sluts. Well, you can't say that in church anymore. Oh, she made a mistake. Made a mistake. She took her pants off, spread her legs, and wrapped them around the guy. And then she wants to say it was a mistake. At what point did she not realize she was making a mistake? Stop giving me this poor women stuff. Stop it. But, by the way, if men would be men and, and virtuous, they wouldn't do that, would they? 
because men don't value their own bodies. Men don't value that sperm that was that is a very the very mirror of who they are. Men don't even value that. They squirt that stuff around like it's like it's like lemonade out of a squirt gun, right? So they, it takes two to tangle. This is more than just a man woman issue. This is a morality issue. And if when we make Christianity all about you, poor you, and poor you, and poor you, and Jesus just can't—he loves you so much. And no, there's no accountability. Let me tell you something. I think he's one ticked off dude. That's what I think. I thank God for his grace today and his mercy that abides on me every day. I'd rather have his mercy abide on me than his wrath abide on me. And I'm going to tell every one of you out there, one of those two are there. Hey, hey, there ain't no lukewarmness with the Lord. There's either mercy on you or there's wrath abiding on you. I'm just telling you, that's what the word says. Rochelle. Hey, good morning, team. Um, I just wanted to say uh, if it wasn't an option, there would be uh, boys and girls would definitely be more responsible. Before Amen that. on that one. Amen on that and, one. And um, when it comes to what you said about adoption, if you, okay, so they don't allow you to pay a pregnant girl to have her baby. Like if no. you say, okay, I'll pay you for your time to be pregnant, eat healthy, but they don't allow that, which I think is ridiculous. Right. Um, well, I understand. I understand the argument against it, but these girls are selfish. They only think of themselves, and the only way they'll have their baby is if you pay them. Um, yeah. And then the other thing is with when you talked about generations, if there's a baby girl in there, from what I understand, she already has her eggs in utero. So all you're them, killing your grandchildren. There. You're killing your grandchildren too. Yeah. yeah. And all of this. Remember this whole thing. What it's really pointing to. Um, Jesus came, he was a sort of division. He is dividing. You can't sit on the fence on this issue anymore. Nope, nope, nope. So I wasn't, I wasn't the best father, but I told, I told both of our daughters, don't you dare kill my grandbaby. Don't you, no matter what happens, don't you kill my grandbaby. I'm, uh, I got that in them early. Dr. Paul. Spencer, could we have an amen button on this thing, please? <laughs> anyway, um, Coach, I love it. I've never heard so much truth in my life. And I'll tell you, it just links up so much crap in my head. I'm so angry right yeah. now that, you know, these, the, when you go to these abortion clinics and you've got a 13-year-old girl who's pregnant, do you think they report that? They don't no. report that. <laughs> no, hell no, they don't. No. I mean, if this, and, and they don't report the friggin', uh, you know, 30-year-old sitting there buyer paying for this thing either because no that's right it needs to go down that's right that's right the holy spirit's in your brother and i'm gonna i'm i can't i can't tell you how much i love this talk today it is about Mm -hmm. the sanctity of life and if you want to know what's going on right now you look at the sperm counts you look at the fertility Mm. of women it's gone down by it 50% 50% in the last 30 years. Oh, look, folks, folks this, is so, this is so easy to see, all right? Look at the Luciferian left. They love death. Can't you see it? Can't you see it in the COVID, in the pharmacology? They love death. They, why do they want abortion? They love death. Why don't we love life? How can we how can we live in a country where we can look where we can elect people who don't love life? Protect life no matter what, not your life. The life. Protect life. James J, come on in. Boy, I'm hot today. Hey coach, good morning. Uh years ago when Ray Comfort released 180, the thing that change people's minds and perspectives was a question and the question was it's okay to murder a baby in the womb when insert your answer here mm-hmm. when is it okay never never amen never 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 i, I saw that Raphael warnock down there in georgia the center the reverend Raphael warnock Warnock, who is a current senator in Georgia through cheating, a black, (laughs) he is proudly pro-choice, proudly pro-choice. 
and they're killing off the black uh, black race like uh, stepping on bugs. And he's in support of it. He's so freaking stupid he can't even see it, right? But by the way, he's mixing religion and politics, isn't he? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder why. Joe Allen. I'm going to shut up. I'm, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you guys talk here. I've talked a long time. Go ahead, Joe. This is a pet peeve of mine when Carol and I go to Augusta over here to a birth killing over here. Men, I told Carol, I said, men, there needs to be a new law come out that when men murder their children, they need to be on the firing squad and killed. Well, that's an old law, Joe. That's an old law. That's an old law. We don't need a new one. We don't need a new one. That's an old law. Put on the firing squad and killed before that baby is. That's right. That's right. Hey, Joe, they just made a mistake. They just made a mistake. Let's kill the baby. Come on in, Patriot 1776. Weak-ass men. Weak-ass men, right. Well, Coach, you're 100% right on the fact that the ultimate weapon against infanticide in America and across the world is the testimony of people who've had abortions or paid for abortions, and they've lived to regret it, Okay. But, you know, here's here's the thing, coach, you know, okay, fine. I I killed my child when I was 16. Look, I I can't admit that. That's embarrassing. Or I look, I took my girlfriend when I was 18 to go get, you know, an abortion. I paid for it. But look, I can't publicly admit that. That's embarrassing. Coach, I got my pride. I got my pride. You want to know what's standing in the way of those testimonies? It's pride. And pride, pride has tentacles that go in a million directions <clears throat> and affect a million different things. Pride cometh before the fall. It's pride. People won't swallow their pride to save children. If we could, you know what I mean? It comes down Amen. to the root of pride. To be Amen. able to swallow that pride and just not feel the humiliation and just say it. You know? And that's what Kevin, his, way. Listen to this, folks. Um, Michelle, cover yours. I don't know my wife's sexual history. I don't know what it is. And can I tell you something? I don't care. I don't want to know. My wife doesn't know my sexual history. And I hope she doesn't want to know. And I don't want her to know. All I know this is when I said I do, I did. Did you guys hear what I said? When I said I do, I did. And so that has to, that has to be the aspect of every part of our life. When, when I fell in love with Michelle, my whole life changed. When I got born again, my whole life changed even more. And I would rather cut off my leg than to offend the bedroom with my wife. I would, I'm just telling you the truth, right? So it doesn't matter what happened before I got married to her. Oh, it does. It's under the blood. But I don't drag that thing around with me. I don't drag hers around with her, bringing it up all the time. It's stupid. But you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. You, you got you to tell somebody. When I said I do, I did. Jessica. Morning, Coach. Um, number one, regret does not equal rape. That's got to be. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to steal that one. Regret does not equal rape. Amen. You know, that's got to be one of the most selfish acts ever, you know. Yep, um, yep. You're destroying someone else's life when you do that. Um, and secondly, you know, I've in the past come out very um, openly on social media. I've never had an abortion. However, I believe if you've ever been deceived by the lie and you thought that abortion was okay, um, in your heart, mm. you're really just, well, just guilty. Jessica, you know? you've already done it. You've already done it in your heart, haven't you? Yes. And so, you know, I, I repented of that and believing that lie. Um, but something we have to think about is, you know, have we ever seen in scripture where God excused sin because someone mm. believed, believed a lie? Mm. No. Well, ignorance, ignorance of the law is no excuse. They even do that man-made law, don't they? That's right. Deception does not negate nor minimize the act of sin, period. Wow. Amen. 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 Golly. This is, see, imagine what the world would be like if we just followed those basic rules. In fact, I was going to talk today about the seven laws of God. I may get, I may get to that tomorrow. Jeff, come on in. Then Randy. Don't you know how the uh, the liberals have been up on that square in Mount Vernon the whole four years of Trump and a year and a half of Biden? They're still up there every Saturday. Hey, Jeff, hang, Jeff, hang on. Let me, let me help you. 
the Luciferians. Let's start calling them yeah. what they are. Yeah. Not liberal. Oh, yeah. Luciferian. That's hey, normally what I call Go ahead. God haters. Last night, they had about 30 of the Kenyon College students up in the square, the gates of hell, right out of the Kenyon, up there protesting. So you know what it's going to look like this Saturday. So the war wagons going up, the aborted pictures, we are going to the square. We're going to go. And the same things you're saying this morning, them and the messages we're taking. We're going. That's right. They, they, they want to screw without consequences. That's all it is. huh? They want to have a sexual playground, no, no, no responsibility. Hey, listen, girls, if you're in Kenyon College and you want to screw around, take the pill. Take the pill. It's very simple. It's very easy not to get pregnant, friends. It's very, very easy. Very easy. Not to murder somebody. Just take a pill. Jeez, he cried me. This is so easy. Randy. Coach, Philippians 3.13, Paul says, forgetting those things which are behind, I press toward the mark of God. Okay. Until someone forgets, they can't press on. They can't move forward. Until they experience forgiveness, Coach, they cannot move forward ever. And, and, and here's the thing. They will not hear this message. They, if they don't hear this message, they can't move forward. So there is reconciliation, but it, you, can't, you have to confess your sin and move forward. And with that Randy, we, we have to recognize our own depravity, don't we, Randy? We have to say, that's me. That, I, I, did, I did that. I'm a murderer. That's me. And it's we have to say that. Coach, to make sure they know this and to speak it. If we just let them get by and, and these people that have involved and don't say a word, we're, we're, we're complying to the world. We're, we're, we're as dumb as they are. Folks, every time that you're up, Emma, you said something that was really, really profound, folks. Every time you're walking around in your daily discourse, doing whatever you do, and, and a remembrance of a sin comes up in your mind, you ought to right then call out to the Lord. Say, Lord, I forgive me of that. Forgive me of that, Lord. That happens to me a lot. <laughs> a lot of crap. Oh, geez. Huh? They pop back up. And uh, sin, I was one of seven laws. Sin traps you, folks. You're ensnared in sin until you open the gate and get yourself out of it. You got to talk about it. You got to admit it. Naomi, then, uh, uh, yeah, Naomi, come on in. <clears throat> so we still have 20 days before our primary here in Georgia. And oh. Candace Taylor is unashamedly Christian and yesterday. And she yep. wants to take down the Georgia Guidestones. And right. she is running for governor. And Amen. I am all behind her. Amen. See, the problem is the churches aren't behind her because why? Uh, well, we know she can't win. We have all those lies they told us. All those lies. All well, of them. the Republicans all. haven't backed her yet. Oh, hell no. They're not going to. It's a big club, and they don't want her in it. They want somebody in the club who will obey their orders. Myra. Exactly, and she's had her life threatened as well. Amen. Myra. Yes, concern, concerning uh, forgiveness, we read in Acts 16, 31, so they say, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Hallelujah. Got to believe on it. Got to believe on it. Dr. Paul, then Jessica. We are slaves by the secrets we keep. Amen. Um, I don't know if that's in the Bible, but like I said, I don't know the Bible, and that's why I'm here, and I appreciate every bit of the scriptures you guys You're getting it every day, Doc. You're getting it every day here, buddy. And, uh, you know, one of the things is I was pretty harsh the other day when I talked about the, the politician, and I didn't want her to do that slippery slope thing. Yeah, she might be about life, but the point is if we're going to hold somebody's feet to the fire it has to be the ones that are in control of this i say we contract those politicians before we elect them and they and if they they veer off from this then they they volunteer to quit <clears throat> they're the ones causing the problem they are I mean, brother That's right. these young kids they're listening to them these teachers they're listening to these people they're the ones who are responsible they're the ones I want the millstones for me too, Doc. Me too. Hey, Spencer, I just sent you an email. Pull that thing up there. Go ahead, Jessica. Regarding the pill, I listened to a former employee of Planned Parenthood give a talk. She said they absolutely have quotas for abortions that they must meet. They make them a lot of money. 
and they get into the schools and they teach the kids about the pill because they know that at some point the pill will fail. They know it. They know yeah. either the kids won't take them on time because what kid can remember to take their medication every day? I mean, come on. Right. Um, yep. So yep. they're not going to take them. They're, they're not even 100% effective. They're going to fail at some point. And then they're going to be knocking on Planned Parenthood's door asking oh, for their help. And they know it. And that Amen. is why they do it. Amen. 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 Joe Allen. Dale. There's somebody here that's not here, Coach. But he has the cables to take down those Georgia guys' cells. We can take them down. Well, that's what this video is about. Hey, Joe, FBI will be calling you tomorrow now. Hang in there. Dale, come on in. Yeah, I'm used to them. Hey, hey Coach. You know, one, one, I, I just kind of got this analogy. I'm kind of piecing it together. The, the crime of abortion is like the day Christ... Pilate turns over Barabbas, the criminal, sets him free, and has the innocent murdered. Brother, this is the highest crime against God. You know that. Abortion right. is the highest crime, murder against God. And, and the lady who spoke earlier, and this is, this is one of the reasons why women do struggle. They'll ask God for forgiveness. They'll ask themselves for forgiveness. But sometimes the crime against that baby they need to cry out and ask for that kind of forgiveness that they can be made whole, right? Amen. That's right. If we think that God is not judging America for this onslaught of probably up of around a hundred million babies, then the Lord would have to repent and raise Sodom and Gomorrah and repent to that city. America Amen. is under the judgment of God. Love you, coach. Thank you. And then thanks, Dale. Hey, friends, listen, I, I said this before the show got started and uh, to the people in the, in the queue. I'm going to uh, I just want to say it publicly to all of you that are watching. Uh, how about giving us ten dollars a month? Could you do that? Could you give us ten dollars a month? I, I produce uh, I, I, at least 20 of these a month. That'd be 50 cents a show. And uh, stop being freeloaders. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a horrible thing to say. Come on, get, throw 50 cents of them. <laughs> 50 cents a show here. You can do it right there, Coach Dave Lott. Uh, you guys keep us afloat. I don't have a big congregation. I don't, I, I don't go out and uh, make people tithe to us. But uh, uh, many hands make light, make light work. I was going to show that video from, uh, uh, I don't know if I have time. Yeah, yeah, I do. Spencer said you didn't send it to me. Yes, I did, Spencer. I sent it to me. That's how this thing's happened. I want you guys to s see this real, real quickly. Uh, while, while he's, you got it now coming, Spencer. Uh, uh, my wife and I are going to have a couple day getaway here. Uh, we're leaving the, this evening. I'm not going to tell you where. I will be here in the morning. I'll be here both mornings, despite her, her uh, kicking me. I said that's my morning devotion. What are you talking about? I'm not going to take time off from a morning devotion. So I just pray that you would, uh, if you would, out there, folks, just pray for a, a good rest for Michelle and I to uh, just to get get away from everything for three nights yeah. and two days and. Uh, that's, that's what we'll be. Okay, so watch this real quick. This is lady running for governor down in, in Georgia. Exec, executive order number 10. She wants to demolish the Georgia Guidestones. That's right. She wants to demolish the This lady's running for governor. Play it real quick there, uh, Spence. They told us what they wanted to do. Some might even say they had to get our permission to at least tell us ahead of time even if we didn't believe them. Over four billion people have been injected with something that took just nine months to create. Ask yourself why. Back in biblical times, human sacrifice was a form of demonic worship. We're still doing it in present day by killing our unborn. It's the same demons, it's the same sacrifice, it's the same sin, it's just a different time. This is a long shot in and of itself, running for governor against an incumbent. Why are you doing this? If we don't call things out and we don't acknowledge them and we don't take authority and take dominion over what God's given us, then we are no better than the evil ones that put it up.
we've watched as people have destroyed our history and monuments. And in their place, they have erected statues to their own gods. The new world order is here, and they told us it was coming. It's a battle far greater than what we see in the natural. It is a war between good and evil. Executive order number 10, she's gonna tear the guidestone down. Folks, you know this has been my message. We gotta quit being conservatives and start being Christians. Hey friends, you had an abortion, paid for abortion. There's forgiveness under the cross. The blood of Jesus will wipe you free, cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Admit that you're a murderer. Admit what it is that you did and ask the Lord to forgive you and that precious little child to forgive you and then don't let it happen to anybody else. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.